Welcome to the Wealth is in the Details podcast. In this podcast, financial planner Peter Raskin helps families and business owners understand and prepare for their wealth journey. Along the way, thoughtful and detailed planning can provide clarity and confidence as clients confront a multitude of financial decisions. Listen in as Peter shares stories and insight into people's wealth journeys. Now, let's get into today's podcast. Hello and welcome to Wealth is in the Details with Peter Raskin from Raskin Planning Group. Peter, so good to talk to you again. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing fine, Eric. How about yourself? I am doing fantastic. Um, life has been busy. You and I have been talking about all the different things that are going on in our life. And uh, life moves very, very quickly. And uh, I, I love today's topic because I think that that is, it actually plays into this. I think that people that you're going to be talking about today, they kind of play off the fact that life moves quickly and, and people kind of make decisions sometimes a little too quick without thinking things through or doing a little bit of research. And so today you're talking about identity theft and cybercrime. And this is an incredibly important topic. And, and you and I've talked before that I'm people say the sandwich generation. I'm actually in the club sandwich generation, which means I've got grandkids, I've got kids and I've got parents that are still living. And it's, it's almost like I'm in the middle where I'm trying to help my parents avoid this kind of stuff. But at the same time, also teaching my kids who are now just trying to establish their credit about this kind of stuff and, and how people can try to scam them. Um, cause it's, it's prolific. I mean, it, there, there's a lot, it's something that I've, I've been really concerned about, but I haven't gotten around to doing everything I know I should be doing. You know, I, I talked to my kids and my parents about it, but I just haven't done everything I could. And I, I'm sure I'm not alone in this. Oh my goodness. You are not alone. You know, I, I think we all suffer from, from some, some sort of procrastination, <laughs> you know, yeah. when it comes to protecting our, our identity and, and reducing our risk of, of, of cyber crime. And I, 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 last week, we, we were able to invite our clients to a webcast that I thought was fantastic. And we had uh, Jeff Lanza, who is a retired uh, FBI special agent, and he presented for almost an hour. And I thought it was the important information was, was so good and so important and so well presented. I, I thought I'd just give our listeners the highlights of it and, and hopefully provide them uh, some resources. So, so, so let me just tell you my personal opinion about, about crime in just in general. Mm -hmm. If someone wants to inflict harm or steal property, they'll do so. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it, you know, most criminals, they don't want to work that hard and they don't want to reduce their, they, they want to reduce their risk of getting caught. So our, our focus shouldn't be on, on risk elimination, because I think that's really impossible, but I think we can reduce the risk of it happening to us by making it more difficult for criminals to do what they do. It, it's kind of like, you know, locking our, do our doors at night or, or having a security system or locking our car or, you know, not walking in dark alleys. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And, and Lanza gives us some great tips on how to reduce our risk uh, and some of its common sense. And, and we'll talk all about that. Just a, a quick story, just about reducing risk. Um, I, I live in, in, in the suburbs of Boston. It's a, a, it's a very nice neighborhood, very nice community. Uh, and there was a, a, there's a, a bunch of crime in, in, in my town. Um, and I didn't know about it until it happened to us. And we have a, 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 a we're on a dead end street with a last house on the street. Um, and 
one night someone broke into my car mm. and uh and and took a knife and just ripped up the the upholstery in my car what yeah oh, that's there was no reason for it they didn't there was nothing to steal and they they flattened a tire and it was just it was just mean and this happened not just to us but a, but another a, a couple of other houses and and i and and since then i've always locked my car even in my own driveway <laughs> you know? yeah so it's just an example of of just doing the little things to reduce the risk of more serious crime. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm inter really interested to get into this with you and find out what Lonza has to say about it because um, you and I didn't talk about this before we got on, but literally last week, my wife was going through one of the accounts because you, you know, we're in the process of selling our home. And so there's all sorts of things going on, but she was on our account and asked me, Hey, babe, did you, did you spend, it was like $19 and 75 cents on an online game. Like, no, I don't do online games in that fashion, you know, solitaire, things like that, but I'm not, I'm not buying solitaire. Right. And there was two charges that were denied, uh, both for the same amount, both for some sort of online gaming. And I don't go out a whole lot, Peter. I don't, I work from my home. I don't go shopping a whole lot. I shop online a bit. Um, but somehow, some way somebody basically cloned my card and was trying to use it. And I, I found out that a lot of times they do that. They'll try small little things that people just won't even notice a $19 charge or a $7 charge to test out if they've got the card correct. And then they'll start charging very, very quickly, rapid, higher expense things just to see what they can get away with. Um, but we had to put a stop to our card, uh, my card specifically. And it, it's such a pain because that's the only one that I use. And so therefore I don't have a card, you know, and, and my wife and I went out uh, to lunch and I drove. So I had my wallet. Guess what? She didn't bring her purse because I was driving. And so I didn't have a card. Not that we ate lunch and then couldn't pay for it, but we're like, oh man, we can't even get gas. We can't, we couldn't do anything. Luckily I had a little bit of cash, uh, but it really derails our plans. And, and then of course the bank has to send out a new card and all this, all these little things. And I have no idea how they got my card information. And so that I'm really, really interested. So what does Lonza recommend when it comes to being safe and protecting ourselves? Yeah, well, th this is the, I've, he he broke it down into really three areas, a and certainly, again, we're not putting a, a, a giant wall between us and the rest of the world. That's mm -hmm. impossible. But you just he, he, all of these three areas uh, are centered center around reducing risk. So the first thing he talks about is prevention. The next area he talks about are are really the tricks of the trade. <laughs> And and then the third is protection. So so let's let's get right into that um, prevention. He talks about preventing identity theft, and, and he talks about three different three different primary things we should be doing, which aren't hard, but he recommends it, and we that you do it consistently. Uh, the first thing he says is, if, especially if you're approaching retirement, you're sixty, you're sixty two or older. Uh, that you create an online social security account. Why would you want to create an online so hmm. social security account? Well, he recommends establishing it right away before the criminals establish that account for you. <laughs> so someone can get into social security and if they've got your basic information uh, and you've not yet uh, started your social security payments and you're over age 62, uh, they can establish this account for you. And then as soon as you're eligible, they can, 
they can start the process and start receiving wow. payments. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, I think it's great to go into social security and establish an account because it's great information on the site. To me, it's one of the best sites available. It's, it's, it's a SSA.gov. Uh, there's a lot of great information. You can also get your annual statement, which projects what your social security will be. And then it's also important to, to look at your income that they're using to uh, come up with the social security benefit because there, there can be mistakes. So if you're, if you're over age 62, uh, establish, or, or even if you're not, even if you're 50 or, or whenever, establish a social security account. It's great information and it's painless. It doesn't take, take much at all. So that's the first thing he recommends. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the next area, which is something I've known you need, we should all do. I, I haven't done it until, until most recently after I heard uh, this, this FBI agent <laughs> give this mm -hmm. presentation, is to freeze your four credit reports. Mm -hmm. So there are four credit reporting uh, companies, Experian, Equifax, Innovus, TransUnion, and he recommends to do all four. Uh, create an account, establish a PIN, so you can easily unfreeze it if you want. When I've looked into it years ago, it just seemed more complicated sending, sending letters. Uh, but I did this in about, in, in, in about 20 minutes. It didn't take long. I can always go in and unfreeze it temporarily. It was easy to do. Uh, so I did it. I, I'm going to recommend this to everyone. Yeah. It's, we, it's, yeah. Have you, have you done it? I did. Yeah, absolutely. I did. And this was like six months ago, maybe eight months ago. Um, I got a letter in the mail and it was from a, um, a certain bank and the bank was out of Tennessee, I believe um, they, they have multiple branches. It's not, it's not a, it's not like a Wells Fargo type bank where it's like nationwide, but they do have multiple branches in a couple States. So it's a, a well-established bank. And they were telling me all about the account that I opened. I didn't open an account, Peter. <laughs> I, yeah. I opened no account at that bank. They were very quick to shut it down um, and everything, which was great. Their customer service was top notch, but somebody had gotten, gotten some enough information to where they started a bank account on my behalf, quote unquote. And I, I joked with the lady, I said, is there any money in there? You know, can I, can you just go ahead and ship me the money that's in there? If there, if somebody started a bank account for me, that was nice of them. I'll take the money. But of course there's nothing in there. Um, but they shut it down very quickly. We had to report it to the police as well. And immediately we put that freeze on and you're right. It's very, very easy to do. And with that pin, you can unfreeze it whenever you need somebody to check your, if somebody's going to check your credit for something, maybe you're going to go purchase a car. You can unfreeze it so people can do a credit check and then you can refreeze it once that process is done. So they make it a lot easier these days. Yeah. I, so I'm, I'm real happy. I did it. Um, I'm, I'm glad you've done it as well. These things, um, these things happen. People yeah. are, they're stealing information and they're establishing accounts. Um, we're all going to be subject to it one way or another. That's my feeling. Yep. The, the third thing he recommends around, around uh, prevention is protecting your paper. And again, we all know we should do this is shredding all the sensitive trash. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he speaks specifically about using uh, not just a, sh a typical shredder, but cross cut and micro cut or diamond mm -hmm. cut shredders. You know, these are the more advanced uh, shredding. They make uh, confetti. <laughs> yeah, they make confetti, basically. Really yeah. yeah. And, and so that's, you know, and that's something I think that's important to do. One, one thing that, 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 that makes you have less trash 
is is just to um, make sure you sign up for e-delivery of all your financial statements, mm-hmm. as many as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's much a, it's a much more secure way to have documents delivered to you. You get an email that says the document is available. Then you sign in directly into that uh, website or the app or whatever you're using to get into it, and you can get your paper there. You can get your statement there. And it's much safer than having it mailed to you. Uh, most of the time, we really don't need a lot of these paper statements. We just need the information. We need to review our credit card statements on a regular basis. So if someone does steal and you see charges there that are not yours, you can report it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sign up free delivery of financial statements. That's also easy. That takes seconds. Financial companies are just are ecstatic when you do that because it saves them it saves them money and paper. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's good for the it's good for the environment. Yeah, uh, and the last thing is don't leave outgoing mail uh, in your with personal information in your mailbox for pickup because uh, while the the postal service may pick it up, uh, someone else could also pick it up. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and and if you're you're sending in a check and uh, someone could uh, take that check and and um, make your the ink and your on your uh, on the check disappear mm-hmm. and write it write a check out to you or, yep. to, or to them i'm sorry to themselves yeah yeah so it just makes sense to do that yeah. um <laughs> and it's, it's funny that you bring that up uh, i never thought about that but whenever you put something in your outgoing mailbox what do you normally do you, you put the little red flag up Right. And he said, he said, don't put the red flag yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> you're just basically telling the scammer, hey, by the way, there's something in this box that you may want. Right. Um, exactly. Gee, Christmas, I didn't even think about that. that that's funny. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know I use elect, uh, electronic checks as much as possible. Mm-hmm. My bank offers a great uh, electronic checking system, and that's even safer than sending, uh, sending a check from, from, your, from your home. Yeah. Well, you know, as, as somebody who has had a couple things happen to them, uh, you know, there, there's, I have a certain amount of guilt, Peter, to be honest with you, that I, I, I didn't do enough or, you know, what did I do wrong? Right. And so I kind of blame myself, but at the same time, um, it, it like you said, at the very start of this, scammers are going to try everything they can. And, and the funny thing is, or the, the thing I find most interesting is that I am not a person of means. I, I don't, I'm not very wealthy. You know, I don't have a lot to my name. Um, and still they're coming after just an ordinary guy who works a nine to five job um, that, you know, is putting food on the table, but I'm not living in the lap of luxury. I, you know, you would think that scammers would go for people that had more money, but I don't know. We, we don't want to blame ourselves, but at the same time, we just need to take more precautions. Don't you think we just kind of need to be more careful, honestly? Yeah. I, I think that's a big part of it, you know, and that, and that's another thing that, uh, that, that Jeff Lanza talks about is just watching out for tricks. Um, you know, it's in, for these criminals, it's a, it's a numbers game. Uh, they said they can send out virtually to, on emails and texts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can send out millions and millions of these 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 tricks. Yeah, and, and it's just a, the law of, of of numbers. They're going to get people to bite, and so a big part of of protecting yourself. Uh, and make make your world safer is just take, being being aware, being diligent. Do your part. Um, y- y- be cautious. The, the the tricks are always changing, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and m- most of the time, criminals are are focusing on the emotional side of things. To they, they want to hook you. 
you you mentioned it earlier you know we all live in such we have have such busy lives we 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 want to just get things off our plate we want to just say yes or no and because we can move on and so they structure these solicitations in a way that you you feel like you got to make a decision right away and maybe you just click a button and so we need to take a step back you know we're, we we uh, try to avoid being rushed and feeling that emotional pull and we need to, we just can't let our guard down uh and and i also you mentioned it as well uh you know you're trying to protect both your kids mm-hmm as well as your parents from this. And I think our seniors and our kids really need to be extra diligent. You know, our elderly, um, our, our parents, our, our aunts and uncles, uh, yeah, they, they, they didn't grow up in the world of technology and they may be less suspicious and they may be more trusting. And, and this, you know, senior crime uh, is huge. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, I think there's some cognitive uh, reasons for that. You know, as we age, our, our uh, decision-making um, changes. We may not be quite as clear. We may, may, may not make decisions quite as, as, uh, as rationally. Um, you know, so I think that's, these are things that we need to consider. Yeah, and I want to, I want to touch on something you said there, because first of all, anybody who's preying on the elderly that's just despicable, right? It's just, it's, it's absolutely, totally. it, it bothers me to no end. But one thing that you said earlier was that they, they really focus on the emotional sides of things to hook you. And something that I just, I just heard about this morning, I had not even thought about a scam that's out there. Peter is really focusing on the younger generation. Also that emotional side, people are looking for online jobs. And so one scam that's, that's relevant right now is that they're actually scammers are reaching out to people with a job offer and looks like a great job. It looks like kind of in the field that they want to be. Maybe they, they do some artwork or they're, they're going to need to use a computer or a system that they will use during their work time. And what they do, what the scammer does is shows them great pay, gives them all the information, fake website, the whole nine yards has them fill out some basic information and then will send them a check. Um, after they're quote unquote hired, they'll send them a check to their bank account, which they deposit. And then immediately they tell them, okay, here's the equipment that you need to purchase to do the online work that we're having you do. So now wire transfer this amount and we'll send your equipment out. (laughs) And it's, it's an old scam, but it's done in a new way because they think I've got this job. They need to get this equipment to me. So they, out of their personal account, send them a thousand dollars for the equipment that they're supposedly going to get. And then the check the scammer sent doesn't actually clear and the people are out a thousand bucks because it's, oh, it's that quick. And so there's that emotional side. Everybody likes a good job. Everybody wants a job that pays well. I can work from home and flexible, flexible work hours. This is great. And all of a sudden they're out a thousand dollars. It's just disheartening. It really is. It's, it's totally disheartening. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, but there's these kind of scams are all, all around you. The, 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 the IRS doesn't send out emails to people, yeah. but people are getting emails from the IRS. And so it's about fear. Absolutely. You know, so this is all happening. So watch out for those tricks. Um, account takeovers is an, is another uh, thing that the criminals focus on. They they want to get you know get unauthorized access to your online accounts. And you mentioned that you know just mm-hmm. just your example about the the job scam. You know, so just 
Don't click on links or attachments and emails that you aren't expecting Mm -hmm. and that that don't make sense. When you think about it, take a step back. Is someone really going to hire you to do that kind of work? via an email <laughs> and, and then expect you to pay for something out of your account. If they had yeah. it there, why wouldn't they just ship it? And then exactly. You know, come on. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, always log into your accounts by going directly to the websites or the apps. Don't go through links mm-hmm. um, and, and, and wire transfer fraud. Again, you said that don't tell anyone uh, uh, about your, your, your information about your accounts, unless you're absolutely 100% sure it's legit. You know, you call the company you think you're doing business with. Don't take instructions online unless you're just really certain. Uh, You know, I know we have an important protocol in our office and I remind our, our staff daily not to send any distribution paperwork or do any Mm. transactions don't send any funds unless we've spoken with the client in person. Yeah. Every financial services firm, financial planning firm, investment firm does the exact same thing. So we're not alone. Um, but it only takes one. <laughs> you know, yeah. it just it just you let down your guard once. And so that's why when we get emails, we just have we have to say, hey, please, please call us. Uh, we'll call you. You know, we, we just need verbal verification. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, especially based on the emotional stuff, um, you know, that easily, you know, people can fall prey to these things because you just get wrapped up in it. Uh, so I, I can totally see that. W- what else does he focus on for people to be safe? Yeah, the, the third area is, is um, just protect your computer. <laughs> you know, mm, yeah. um, it, it, it sounds easy, but and, and it's not hard. But it does take some techn- technological expertise to do it. Um, you know, so the, the, just the basic things which anyone can do is just beware of pop-ups. You know, don't click on anything in these pop-ups that all of a sudden appear. You just not even the X, you know, <laughs> don't click on a thing. To, to remove the mm-hmm. pop-up, he says, hold down your three keys, the control, alt, and delete keys for windows and the CMD and option and and escape for keys for Macs. Make sure you do that. Then run the antivirus software. uh, See if there's any malware on your computer that caused the pop-up. So just be aware of pop-ups. Just don't click on them. Um, You know, Update and back up your 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 op- operating system, your software, your antivirus software. You know, back up your files to a separate hard drive, and then also make sure you're you're backing up to the cloud. Mm-hmm. You know, people people that are uncertain about this technology, especially you know the the, the people in their their seventies and eighties, are very uh, cautious about the cloud. They don't quite understand it, but, but in fact, it's a, it's a, it is a great tool to take advantage of. So you want to make sure you're, you're, you're taking advantage of all these, these available, uh, technologies to protect yourself. Um, and so the, the last thing he recommends is to use, use long passwords, Mm -hmm. which are complicated. And he uses passphrases instead of passwords. Yep. Uh, like a, a passphrase would be, you know, I love skiing in Utah, 105 uh, exclamation point, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, 
uh, I, I had a, uh, a can of seltzer on my desk. So I thought of, you know, another past, past, co- past phrase of, you know, fizzy, seltz- fizzy seltzer, 140 number sign, you mm-hmm. know, and a couple of those uh, letters being, being cap, uh, capital, capitalized. So, so just make sure they're using uppercase and lowercase and numbers and special characters and make them long, you know, longer than eight, nine characters. Uh, don't try and memorize and don't bother, bother writing them down. Use a password manager. I've talked to so many clients about a password manager. Uh, I, I just think it's fantastic. It just reduces all of the anxiety of all of the passwords, you know, for every app, for every website that we go into, we should have a different password. Mm-hmm. And you can't memorize that. You can't write them all down and keep track of them. So it's it's just too much. And so these password managers um, are, are are so much more effective and efficient. And I would strongly recommend it. It, it, it just it just makes sense. Yeah. Well, uh, my wife and I use a password manager and we actually, uh, the one we use, we pay, I think $9 a year to make it a, a family manager. So her and I both have it on our phone. So when she, uh, creates an, uh, a password in there, it goes in there, it updates on my phone. So I know what the password is for that specific account. Um, and it makes it so easy for both of us to use. Plus it's, you know, heavily encrypted the whole nine yards. It's got a, the, the either the biometrics or it's got to see our face to unlock. I mean, there's so many different ways that it, it protects itself. It's been fantastic. And I love how you have your, you know, your past phrases. I do the same thing, except for the sentence that I create, um, it'll be specific. So let me just give you an example, Peter, like Zillow is the, the, the home buying website, or, you know, you can look at homes on there. Um, not, not endorsing Zillow here, but I've been on there a lot just because of our current circumstances. But if I have a, a password that I want to create, I could do something like, I love looking at homes on Zillow and just take the first letter from each one of those words. And then so I'm using a full sentence, but I'm just using the first letters of each word and just kind of I can remember what that phrase would be, but nobody would ever be able to guess what those random letters and numbers and exclamation points and things that I'm putting in there represent, right? So um, there are all sorts of systems to help beat the scammers. And I think that that's getting more complicated is better. And then using that password manager to be able to log everything. So you don't have to remember how many passwords you've got. It's, it's a little, little intense when you have 130 passwords for different things. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and especially since not everyone is technologically confident, um, it's, it's, nice to be able to do this but like my parents it, it's been tough for them they don't necessarily like the password manager my mom does write a lot of things down keeps it in a very safe place uh, that only uh, we know about and she knows about and my of course my dad as well um, it's not great to write everything down but if they're not technologically confident what do you recommend there yeah i i, I think this is such a challenge mm-hmm. um you know today's world a lot of people are uh able to use technology and, and feel very comfortable with it. It's kind of like a, it's like a second language, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. understanding how these things work. Um, but not everyone is, and, and it, people don't have the, the, the capacity or the confidence or the experience to use it. So we, yeah, we have to, I think if we're going to use technology in the world that we live in, which in a lot of ways, you, you kind of have to, I think we have to adjust our technology thinking. So update your hardware and software on a regular basis. You know, I'm thinking of, uh, you know, when you, when you buy an appliance, a dishwasher, uh, uh, you, you expect that, that 
appliance to last a long time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Computers, not so. The reality is, is that you can have a, 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 a personal computer for four or five years. You've gotten you've gotten your money's worth. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think we have to just hi- think about it every three, four, five years, just replacing our technology, our, our computers. It's ex- and it's, it's an expense. Absolutely. But it has a shelf life. And by doing so, you'll, you'll stay more, you'll stay more current. Um, the other thing I, I, I know this is in my office, we pay for someone to come in and be available 24 by seven. Mm-hmm. If we have a problem, I know who to call. I think it's a requirement to be in business because this is too big for us. Even though we're we're pretty good with computers, you know, stuff is happening every single day. Yeah, so, it's not something you should be focusing on. You focus on your clients. That's right. Yeah, it's it's just it's way too much for me and and for our firm. We just mm-hmm. we just don't have we're, so we hire someone, and I recommend that we do that. We'll do that personally. Um, you know, have someone come in once a year or bring your computer to them. Uh, you know, I, I know Best Buy, the, the, uh, uh, the, the, the retail store has their, as a, a total tech service. Mm-hmm. It's about $200 a year. It's not free. And, and the more services you want, the more you pay. Um, but it's nice to have someone on call. You know, we don't like to pay for these ex- these, these services, but I think it's the lesser of the of the evils. Mm-hmm. I'd rather pay a little bit. Think of it as insurance. I'll pay a little bit for a maintenance plan, a little bit for someone to come in, or to, or for me to bring my computer to check things out on a regular basis. Um, but then I don't have the big problems. Um, I, my, my my computer is current. I, I, my, my, my walls, my security walls are current. So I, I think our choice is to, to stay frustrated because things aren't working efficiently um, or, to, or to be fearful of all the dangers of the cybercrime and identity theft. And frankly, I prefer paying for a little bit of insurance, providing for that, ins- that service. I think it's worthwhile. Yeah, absolutely. So what other resources, as we wrap this podcast up today, what other resources do you recommend? Well, um, a great question. I, I think a, a great resource is something that uh, that Jeff Lanza provided um, and, and is allowing it to be distributed. So I put it on my website at nice. raskinplanning.com. Uh, look under the resource tab. It, it goes into even more detail ab- uh, uh, about what we've talked about today and outlines a lot of actions you can take to be more safe. Uh, it gives you, for example, gives you all the, the four credit reporting um, uh, websites and tells you how to freeze your accounts. Uh, it, it goes into great. It gives you uh, password managers. It gives you some examples of companies that you might want to look at. It's five full pages. Uh, again, you're not going to do everything all at once. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. But if you can just get a little bit safer, you know, every month, every quarter, do something on the list. Uh, you'll be safer than you were before. Uh, so I know I've been meaning to do all of these things for a long time, and I, I just needed an outline to some, for someone to tell me what I needed to do, what I should focus on. And so I want our listeners to stay safe. I want them to protect their identity theft. I want them to avoid being tricked. Mm-hmm. And I want to uh, help them protect their devices. It makes us all safer. 
yeah. it, these criminals will still be out there no matter no matter what and we just try to need to do our our best our little part Fantastic. Well, I, I'm going to give the website one more time. That's raskinplanning.com. But Peter, I also want to ask you to, to give your phone number to the audience one more time, because there may be somebody like me that, that is in that sandwich generation uh, that may be concerned about their parents or their kids or, or even their grandkids at this point, because you know scammers will go for them too. In fact, Peter, we got a letter one time. We actually, it was a, a credit card offer for our dog. Can you believe that? It was ridiculous. And I I just, I laughed about it. I should have framed it and put it on the wall, but I didn't. I was like, are you kidding me? Anyway, (laughs) I don't even know how that happened, but they'll they'll go after anybody. Uh, So anyway, all right, Peter, thank you so much. That's great. Uh, Again, I know that we're wrapping up today's podcast. Any closing thoughts whatsoever? No, I think, um, again, be be diligent. Just be aware that these are issues. There are are ways to reduce risk. And uh, while we're not technology experts, um, we, we have resources like, like Jeff Lanza uh, and his outline, yeah. which, can, which can help. Absolutely. So I think it's a great place to start. Well, thank you to you. Thank you for Jeff for providing that. And of course, thank you to you, the listening audience, for tuning in and listening to the Wealth is in the Details podcast with Peter Raskin. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Peter comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And this is a great one to share. Start these conversations. I mean, everybody is dealing with this kind of stuff in one way or another. And I bet if you just sat around a table breaking bread and, and, and having a meal with some friends, everybody at that table would probably have a story of how somebody tried to scam them or one of their family members. So share this podcast, help get them protected. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Raskin Planning Group, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Wealth is in the Details podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Peter Raskin is a registered representative of Lincoln Financial Advisors. Securities offered through Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation, a broker, dealer, member SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Sagemark Consulting, a division of Lincoln Financial Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Insurance offered through Lincoln Affiliates and other fine companies. Raskin Planning Group is not an affiliate of Lincoln Financial Advisors. Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation and its representatives do not provide legal or tax advice. You may want to consult a legal or tax advisor regarding any legal or tax information as it relates to your personal circumstances.